Meg, make Beth lay off the piano. I want to record another message for Dad. Joe, go downstairs and make Beth stop playing the piano for now. Amy, tell Meg I'm not her servant. Meg, Joe says... Oh, come on, Joe. I've got such a bad headache, I can feel my heartbeat in my eyeballs. Shouldn't have had so much sparkling Prosecco with Sally and Annie at the party last night. Annie made me. Annie's a nightmare. That doesn't mean you have to do what she says. Just because you don't like anyone doesn't mean that I have to hide in the back room, too. I wasn't hiding. I made a friend. And broke a promise. I could have hardly made friends with him if I was recording him, Amy. Meg, will you ask Joe why some random guy is more important than her own precious little sister? Enough! Amy, you're still recording. Good. Now Dad will hear how people talk to me around here. Oh, yes, you're so oppressed. Shouldn't you be writing? Since when do you care about my novel? You're a lot quieter when you're writing. Knock, knock. Why is everyone fighting? We're not fighting, we're squabbling. Okay. Want to record a message for Dad with me? I don't have anything new to tell him. Not until Sheba has kittens, anyway. I don't think that Sheba's ever going to have those kittens. I think she's just fat. Who are you texting? Lori. Lori Lawrence? No, the other Lori. Yeah, I forgot you only have one friend. Green doesn't suit you, Amy March. What have I got to be jealous of? What are you even texting about? Nothing. Just what's going on today. I mentioned our out-of-tune piano, and he said Beth could come over and practice on his. What? The grand piano? Oh, I could never. No fair. Why not? Everyone gets to meet the new neighbor except me. I'd be too self-conscious to practice over there. That scary old man. I think he's nice. He did send all that lovely food. But he never, ever smiles, even around his grandson. Even when he's out in that gorgeous big yard. <laughs> That's true. I'd definitely smile if I had roses like that. I'm grateful that he brought back Sheba when she ran away. We all know she's much too dim-witted to survive on her own. Also true. But I'm fine practicing here. The old piano's not so bad. someone gonna tell her that that old piano really is that bad someday? Not me. Anyway, I'm going next door now. Can I come? Maybe next time. I've never hung out with him before. Ugh, fine. I never get to do anything fun. I will bring you next time. Meg, don't you want to go too? I am perfectly content to lay face down on this couch for the rest of the afternoon, my darling. Let me see that swollen ankle. No, don't touch it. It still hurts. It looks awful. Amy, why don't you go work on one of your paintings? I'm too bored to be artistic. Please take me with you, Joe. There's nothing to do around here. Hang in there, Ames. I'll see you later. If grumpy old man Lawrence doesn't gobble me up. Bye. Mm. Hi, Daddy. As you can hear, everyone is treating me very badly, but I'm trying to follow your example and be patient with them. Amy. I wouldn't say I'm the glue that holds this family together, but I wouldn't not say it. Amy, 
please. Meg would join in on this call, but she's totally hungover today. That's it! Wow. If that won't convince her to come over and play on this, nothing will. Show off? It's not about my skills, it's about the sound of the instrument. You're not a musician like me and Beth. You wouldn't understand. Hear that, Beth? He hasn't even met you and he likes you better than me. Ha ha, you can stop recording now. Let me at least pan around this room. It's so huge and fancy. I think I can even hear an echo. It used to be a ballroom. Oh yeah? When was this place built? 1858. But yours must be old too. 1877. But it doesn't look like this. What do you mean? Does the term money pit mean anything to you? I guess. Old houses like this take tons of money to upkeep. Money that my family hasn't had in a long time. I see. So for us, having a house that was built in 1877 mostly just means we wear our coats inside during the winter. At least your house isn't haunted. What do you mean? If you Google my address, you'll find all kinds of weird blog posts about this place. You're kidding me. Not at all. My grandpa lived in this house when his family and he were growing up. When he was like a senior in high school, his younger sister died here. She was only eight. That's terrible. What happened to her? I'm not sure. My grandfather has never really liked talking about it. I think she was sick for a really long time. I know she went to the hospital for a while and came back to pass at home. Horrible. Servants who worked here at the time used to claim they saw her around the house after she died. That's the origin of the stories anyway. How awful for your grandpa and his family. Everyone in town gossiping about something so tragic. You don't believe in ghosts? No. Sometimes I wish I did. It's almost a comforting idea. Hey, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get so heavy. Oh, don't be sorry. It's nice to have someone to talk to. And I totally unloaded on you at the party with all that stuff about the church and my dad and all of that. I don't mind. Everyone else wanted to ask me about NYU. Ah... Yeah. Well, if you get bored with the quiet around here, you're welcome to come by next door anytime. It's so loud. You'll have had your fill of noise and conversation in about five minutes flat. I would like to meet Beth and Amy. Amy is probably going to interrogate you the first time you meet, but she means well. I suspect she's going to be a bit disappointed that your life isn't as dramatic as she thinks it is. I should have saved my ghost stories for her. She was devastated to miss you at the party last night. Isn't Beth done with high school, though? Why wasn't she there? Beth's very shy, and she was homeschooled, so she doesn't know the Kings and their friends very well. I don't usually talk about this, because she doesn't like me to make a big deal of it. It's not a big deal, really. Uh, no, I mean, there's more to it. Oh, okay. Beth was homeschooled because she has an autoimmune disorder. It's a pretty serious one. Oh, I had no idea. It's fine. We try not to make, like, a thing of it. She has a really good attitude, but she is shy. She doesn't want to be the center of attention, especially not for something like that. I don't blame her. She just gets tired so easily and sick so easily. 
She's on a lot of different medications, and until a few years ago, she usually needed Marmy or Dad to administer them. I'm sorry. It's all right. You couldn't have known. Just don't tell that story about your grandpa's sister around her. I would never. Or Marmy. No problem. I'm already quite intimidated by the famous Marmy. You don't have to be. She's the friendliest lady you'll ever meet. I never know how to act around moms. I never had one. Not even an aunt or a grandma or something? To be honest, I don't even know that many girls. I don't believe that. Okay, besides the ones I've dated. Uh-huh, that's what I thought. Why don't they count as girls you know? It's not the same. <sighs> I mean that in the most innocent way. Well, now you know four. Try not to get too overwhelmed. Especially because we are certainly not dating material. What makes you say that? Did you hear what I said about wearing coats inside? Our dowries are lacking. I'm sure we could never afford enough livestock for your esteemed grandfather to consider us eligible young ladies. What's this about me and livestock? <gasps> Hi, Grandpa. Hey, you surprised me. I woke up and I was surprised you weren't in bed. It's late. Yeah. I spent longer than I expected at Lori's. Then I was working on some writing, and then I wanted to record a message for Dad. What about? Just about today and going over there for the first time. I can't believe it's the first time I'd ever been inside that house. We've lived next door our whole lives. I've never really spoken to Mr. Lawrence before. I have, just a couple of times. I don't think he can tell any of the four of us apart. We don't look anything alike. Then why does he call us all Miss March? Maybe he's being polite? That's never stopped him from saying nasty things about Dad. He did send us that Christmas dinner. Lori did that. You talk like that boy hung the moon. If I didn't know better... Hey, having a friend is a fun novelty for me. That's all. Why are you dressed like twas the night before Christmas? It's a nightcap. Isn't it great? I found it up here in one of the boxes. I think it was Grandpa's. <laughs> You look like the bear from the Sleepy Time Tea Box. Now you're mixing your metaphors. Well, I'm not the writer. God, it's cold up here. That's why I'm wearing the hat. You don't have to write in the attic. I like it up here. It's a good blank slate for imagining things. Some of our best plays were rehearsed up here. True. The Count of Montanescu in particular was quite good. I can't imagine finding the courage to get on stage for any other playwright slash director slash star in the title role of the evil Count of Montanescu. Right. How could I forget? You glued that fake mustache to your face. Yeah. With glue. I know. The skin under my nose is still not quite right, to be honest. Are you writing another play? Not... It's something kind of different for me. No murder? No intrigue? <laughs> you know me well. For once, no. I'd like to read it. No, no, it's not ready. Well, it'd go faster if you wrote on the computer instead of in that ratty old notebook. I get too distracted on the computer. One minute I'm writing, the next I'm looking up behind-the-scenes trivia for whatever happened to baby Jane, and then suddenly I've been on Wikipedia for an hour. I've never seen that movie. Is it good? I've never seen it either, but I could certainly tell you a lot of trivia about it. Give the notebook to me, and I can type it up for you. It's not like I don't have time on my hands. I wouldn't want to take you away from your piano. There are only so many hours a day a person can practice piano. I'm embarrassed.
embarrassed to show you. I won't judge. I know you won't. You're too nice. Stop it. I know you hate it when people say that. So don't say it. But sometimes it's true. Fine. I get it. It's a work in progress. Yes, exactly. But I want you to promise me that I can be the first one to read it when it's done. I promise. Can I get that in writing? No need. I'd be a fool to renege on a deal with you. You know where I sleep. <sighs> I'm going to turn in. Don't stay up too late. Aunt March will kick your butt if you can't get through Silas Marner tomorrow. <sighs> Don't remind me. It almost makes me miss her brief Harlequin romance phase. Ugh, I can't imagine reading sexy novels to the old girl. I can't imagine it either, and I actually did it. I think maybe my brain is blocking it out. You're going to give me nightmares, Joe. Good night. Night. Grandpa. Theodore. Uh, is everything all right? I thought I asked you not to practice when I'm at home. Oh, sorry. I got the memo from Brooke, but I thought it meant, like, don't make too much noise. Why don't you play the grand piano anymore? I don't think we should bother getting it out of storage. It has been properly tuned since the move, and it's awfully, you know... Grand for playing around the house? Hmm. I'll ask Brooke to call a piano tuner on Monday. I'm sure we can get it sorted in no time. Thanks. Which March was over here this afternoon? Uh, Joe. Josephine? Sure. Is she the eldest daughter? Second eldest. She's 20 and Meg is 22. Well, they should be away at school. I'm sure they'd like to be. You know, the Marches used to be one of the finest families in Concord. Used to be? Ah, that grandfather was a very successful man. I knew him well. He left his son quite the nest egg when he passed away. I think the Josephine girl was just a baby. It's a pity March frittered it all away on his wild schemes. I, I don't know what you mean. I respect that the man has values, but I also believe a parent should provide for his children. Who knows, maybe working with the army will provide him with some much-needed discipline. Maybe if he hadn't spent years dabbling in this movement and that half-baked reform, he'd all have been able to help his daughters get a proper education or at least a decent meal on the table. But you still sent them Christmas dinner anyway. I have the utmost respect for the senior Margaret March. Our family founded that community center she runs, you know, and there's no reason the girls should suffer just because their father is... a dreamer. You have a call on your office line, sir. Thank you, Brooke. Theodore, I need to take this. Uh, let him know what needs to be done for the grand piano now and he'll see to it. Do you need me to hire a piano mover or a piano tuner, sir? Neither. It's really fine in storage for now. 
Your grandfather. I know what he said, but trust me, it's fine. <laughs> Whatever you say, sir. You're the musician, not me. Please don't call me sir. It's embarrassing. We're the same age. Not quite, but I take your point, don't sir. Don't say it. Sorry, force of habit. I spend a lot of time on the phone with your grandfather. Do you mind if I ask you a question? Uh, fire away. Why are you recording this conversation? I'm not. I, I mean, I am, but not on purpose. I was recording some practice for my tutor in New York. I just don't want to keep from falling too far behind. Oh, have you decided to go back to NYU? Not yet. Don't tell Grandpa. <laughs> There's a little danger of that, sir. Uh, pal. <laughs> I've been working for Mr. Lawrence since I finished college, and we still don't exactly have personal conversations on the regular. Or on the ever. Can I ask you something? It's only fair. Does my grandfather treat you well, like, as an employer? I think so. I'm paid exceptionally well for an assistant. He lets me work on special projects for the business, not, like, arts and crafts, though I do genuinely enjoy arts and crafts. And it seems like I could move up the corporate ladder someday. The current director of sales is one of his former assistants. Oh, that's... that's good. I'm glad to hear that. You sound disappointed with that answer. I'm not. Maybe it wasn't the right question. I guess I want to know if he's a good person. I don't know if I can answer that. It's sort of a subjective value judgment, and from a philosophical perspective, actually, you could argue... Yeah, I, I understand. But you're living with him now. You can decide for yourself. Little Women, a modern audio drama, is written by Shannon Camp, based on the novel by Louisa May Alcott. It's co-produced by Sammy Campbell and Shannon Camp. Our director is Julia Rowhead Worthington, and our editor is Bex Carlos. Album artwork by Karen Mooney. Original theme by Surrey Music. Find us online at littlewomenpodcast.com.